Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, all of our souls, and all of our minds, may they be truly and utterly faithful to your word, O Lord, our God, our rock, and our redeemer. And we invite your Holy Spirit into this time and into this place. Just touch our hearts. Fill us with your gifts so that we as we go out into the world, we would be assured that you are with us and that we would be able to proclaim the good news wherever we go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I don't know if any of y'all are having a little bit of deja vu about today's scripture reading because two weeks ago we were back up on the mountain and Jesus went up to heaven. Last week the Holy Spirit came into the church and filled it with power, filled all of us with power and now we're back on the mountain again. We're, we're gone to uh, Matthew's gospel uh, where Jesus had told the disciples, go to Galilee, meet me on the mountain there. Uh, and the disciples get to the mountain uh, and uh, they see Jesus. It doesn't really say, you know, it doesn't say Jesus was all glowy or anything. It doesn't talk about his uh, appearance at all. Uh, but what is mentioned is that when they saw him, they worshiped him. But some of them doubted. Uh, to me, that, that little verse right there is one of the most comforting verses in all of Scripture. It might not comfort you very much, but it comforts me. Here are the 11 disciples. They're there worshiping Jesus, the risen Jesus. Uh, they, they were with him there, and they worshiped him, but some of them doubted. Uh, now, for Matthew, for Matthew, doubt is not the opposite of faith in the Gospel of Matthew. For uh, Matthew, uh, doubt is an everyday occurrence for a believer. Does that make you feel good? It makes me feel good because you know what, folks? I, too, have doubts about Life. I have doubts about God. I have doubts about my faith. I have doubts about what it says in the scripture. I have doubts about what's happening in the world. I have doubts about what's happening in the church. I have doubts about this, that, or the other. I have doubts whether or not sometimes I even love God enough. And here are the disciples just like us. I mean, we don't have Jesus standing in front of us and they, and they doubted. They had doubts with Jesus 
sitting there. I mean, uh, you know, when Peter uh, walked on water, you know, Jesus says, uh, why are you doubting? Do you not have faith? But it doesn't, it doesn't stop Jesus from making the church built upon the rock that is Peter, does it? The, the disciples' doubt here, the 11 disciples' doubt here, doesn't stop Jesus from using the disciples to spread the gospel all over the world, does it? And our doubt, our doubt of our faith, our doubts that we have in life, our doubts that are going on all around us, it doesn't stop Jesus from using us too. Now that might just be a little scary thought as well, but it doesn't stop Jesus from using us. So Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Uh, what he's saying there is that He's got all the power everywhere throughout all the world. He's got it all. Uh, and he's given it to us. He's given us the authority uh, as well. And he says, therefore, since I've, given, I've got authority and now I'm giving you the authority, therefore, it's your job to now do what? Go. Go and do what? Make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded. That, that is what the job of the church is to do. That is our job right there. If you've got your Bibles open, because I know all of you brought it today and all of you've got it open right there and you've got a pen and you're going to circle that underneath there and you say, this is my job. This is my job to do what? To go. Oops. H have I been going? I love, there's a church that uh, I, I used to go to, uh, and, and uh, as you left the parking lot, there was a sign that says you are now entering your mission field. Folks, I think that once you leave these doors, once you leave these, actually, as we're here in this place, we're called to go to those we don't know who don't look like us, those who come in who we don't know. It's our job to go to them. It's our job to tell them the good news. It's our job to do what Jesus uh, said in Luke, and that is to proclaim the forgiveness of sins for those who repent. The good news that Jesus is life, and he died, and he rose again, and that the Holy Spirit came. It's our job to go wherever we are in Jesus' name and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Uh, like Sione said earlier, it's not about us anymore. Once we have heard the good news, we've accepted the good news, we have been told that our sins are forgiven, that we are now God's children, once we have become God's children, guess what, folks? It's no longer about us. It's about going into the world and making disciples for Jesus Christ. It's about going out into the world and proclaiming that God loves them. It's not about pointing out their frailties, their faults, their sins, their way that they're missing the mark. What it's about is about loving them into the kingdom of God because what did Jesus teach his disciples? What did he command them to do? Was to love as he loved. And he loved so much that he died on a cross 
for our sins. And any time that Jesus meets with somebody that was an outcast, any time Jesus met with someone that was a sinner, did he point out their sins? Did he? If you've read through your Bible, he didn't point it out. All he did was love them, touch them, and proclaim that the kingdom of God was near. He healed them of their infirmities. Of He delivered them from their problems. He helped them in their needs, whatever those needs were. He loved them into the kingdom of God. And now here is Jesus about to go up into heaven. And he tells his disciples what they're supposed to do. And he says what? Go. And guess what, folks? Go means... You know what you're doing when you're doing this? You're going. You know when you go to the grocery store, what are you doing? You're going. You know when you go to work, what are you doing? You're going. You know when you go to the li- oh Nate, never mind. That's a, you're going too if you're at the liquor store. Wherever you are, guess what? You you are going in the image of God. You are going as a child of God and you're going as a missionary to proclaim the good news to everyone and you are a missionary wherever you are. So when you're in your neighborhood and you're, you're, you're going to take your walk or your run, guess what you're doing? You're going. Whenever you walk past somebody, guess what you're doing? You're going. Anytime... It, It's our responsibility now that we are God's children to go. And you might say to yourself, oh, I could never, God could never use me. God can't use me to proclaim the good news. He wants to. He's empowered you to through the power of the Holy Spirit. He's put you where he wants you to be so that someone who doesn't know the love of Jesus can know it through you. You see, we are not what's at stake here. Those who have not reached are the ones who are at stake. And and yes, as, as followers of Jesus Christ, once we love them into the kingdom, we baptize them, we initiate them into the church, and then we help them to start walking their walk and talking their walk. They start to learn to be transformed by that love that came and touched their lives. We teach them how to love others, and we make mistakes together. We have issues that we try to work out in love and care, and we do all of that uh, as the body of Christ. Uh, and then we go again. It, it's a never-ending Journey, And it's what God calls all of us to do. You are on a mission from God. You are on a mission from God. And that is to go and proclaim the good news. And so I want to... Those of you who've got your Bibles open or or you've got a piece of paper or you've got your phone that you're checking your email or whatever, open your notes, write down this question uh, that that I want you to to ask. I, I want you to write this question down and I want you to pray about this for the next 4,873,000 years. All right, are you ready? You ready to write? I should have put this up on the board. I'm not that smart. What are we willing to do? What are we willing to do? What 
are we willing to do to reach people outside the church? To reach people outside the church and outside the faith. Do you have that whole thing? Or do I need to say it again? What are we willing to do to reach people outside the church and outside the faith? Because that's why God has placed us here. To reach people outside the faith and outside this building. This building is here as an outpost to go out into the world and Jesus says the gates of hell cannot prevail against it well do you know where the gates of hell are they're out there we are attacking we're out there tearing down those strongholds we're out there bringing deliverance to the captives we're out there setting the captives free we're out there healing those who need healing we're out there delivering those that need delivering we're going out into the world to love and God says go and when God says something do you think we ought to listen? And if we need to go, that might mean that we, we're going to have doubts. You might have a voice that comes into your head and says, go sit down with that person at that bus stop. And you might have doubts and say, God, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. What does that last part say? I will be with you Always, And you can be sure that no matter where you go, guess what? God is there. You can be sure that no matter how you have doubts, God is there. No matter what, what you do might just be a seed. Or it might be the taking the fruit off the tree. But the, the thing is, we've got to go. And yes, we're going to have doubts, but we can be assured that the Holy Spirit is there to empower us. You remember, God's name is Emmanuel, which means what? God is with us. God is with us. And it's the presence of the Holy Spirit living in our hearts that makes the power of the cross a reality in our lives. It's the indwelling of the comforter that makes us part of the risen Christ body and allows us to know that we are a friend of his. And that we, it's the word made flesh in us as we go. It's that Holy Spirit that's with us, that helps us proclaim that good news. Are you going to have doubts about what God wants you to do? Yes, but as more that God uses you, the more he'll keep using you. And remember that as you go, he's with you, always. And as you go, he commands you to love. How are you doing? Let us pray. God, we 
are reminded that it's our job to go, to do, to be, to love, to reach out to those who do not have faith, who aren't here. It is not about this building. It's about bringing people to a life-saving, giving relationship with you. Empower us through your Holy Spirit to see the needs around us as we go. Lord, speak to our hearts and help us to love our neighbor as ourself. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.